Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me, he's back, we have Gator. It's not my fault you went out of state to record. Well, it's not just that. I mean, you know, I did the one by myself. You did. And then I went to Indiana. And uh, you didn't bother coming on that trip. So here we are. I was busy. I mean, it's what Things you say. To do. It's what you say. I just, uh, you know. Wanna... Oh, let me turn my Dairy Queen logo. Oh, see, you have the Dairy Queen. Prominent placement Whereas there. I have the Lion's Choice, which for those of you in the St. Louis area, you are familiar with Lion's Choice. And you know that while Arby's may have the meats, Lion's Choice has actual roast beef. It is the choice of lions. <laughs> it is the choice of I don't know lions. what that stuff is at Arby's, but... It's gray. It is very it's gray. gray. Now, I will tell you, I had Lion's Choice last I week. I always say that the the tagline for Arby's, that we have the meats, it sounds like an STD. I think it sounds like an, you know, like an ad in did Craigslist. You, did you hear? They, they, they have the meats. They have the meats. Oh, God. They have the meats. Anyway. I figure it's um, one of those couples seeking, you know, the meats. Exactly. <laughs> um, you said you had Lion's Choice the other night. Yes, and gravely disappointed. I ordered the king. Well, you know what? The big sandwich. Hey, I got a. And there was tea. nearly no meat on got, the big sandwich. I got an iced tea and I got a, a ice cream cone, and uh, I was happy. Now, I had another little adventure with Dairy Queen. Not you know, today. Th- we're totally triggering everybody who is tuned in from the Cigar oh, wait, Authority. Oh, wait, to that's try right. They want to hear because cigars. They want to hear cigars. And we're already almost two minutes in, and we haven't even mentioned the cigar. So I why ordered, don't we... I ordered the rotisserie chicken. Why don't we get to the cigar? At Dairy Queen. Well, no, we'll get to your damn rotisserie. Which, that was your first mistake. Yeah. Is rotisserie Do chicken you know, from Dairy Queen. The large order is seven little tiny nuggets. Of course you ordered the large order there. Yeah, it did not suffice. Okay. It only aroused my appetite without bending your back down. So we're smoking another selection from the September My Monthly Cigars box. Let, we me, had, let me get mine out of the cellophane. Dear God. Let's make this. Yeah, apparently that everybody okay, hates that. Good. So nope. No, you don't get it anymore. Okay. So there. Ha-ha. Okay. There you go. There you go. So we're smoking the Mark Twain. Well, we can't have nice bits. Mark Twain, the press, and you and I wanted to smoke this because it's you know the press. We're the press. We're the press. So, we are the press. Anyway, uh, it's a number one robusto extra five and a half by sixty, featuring uh, featuring an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Honduran Habano binder, and Nicaraguan and Habano, uh, Honduran filler. Um, it is a medium. Um, strength cigar, according to Nick at mymonthlycigars.com. I need to borrow your phone. Why? I didn't bring mine with me. I want to take a picture. I I mean, I I'm going to post this on the socials. I mean, I took a picture, but, you know. I mean, I want one for me. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Thank you. It's fine. It's fine. Um, anyway, while Jeff, uh, you know, gets himself ready for the socials. Get your phone so Ginormous. I like the pro version of the iPhone because I have big fingers and I don't like the sausage. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we don't even be talking about my sausage. Um, the point is, <laughs> I, uh, about your sausage I figures, don't like okay. the little iPhones because you know they just, uh, quite frankly, they just they're too little. They're I like the smaller iPhone because I can reach everything with my there thumb. And I don't have to use two hands to text and whatnot. Texted you the picture so well, that you can you. do with it what you will. So that was, time that was nice of you. For the official cut, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. And uh, Dan the Man Ponder. 
I haven't this seen is, Dan in a while. You haven't. I need to get over and see You Dan. never come to visit. I need to get over and see Dan. I have worked. I have been so I have busy. Been, I have been working there for how long now? How long has it been since I've been working there? June. Since June. I've been working there since yep. June. Broccoli Rob has hung out during one of my shifts. You, who live here, yep. have yet to come over. I call bullshit. During one of my shifts. I call bullshit. You've never. Oh, there was I the did. weekend. That was right. Sister weekend. I brought you food. You're right. You never mind. Sack of shit. You know what? All right. Fine. Granted. Do you stand corrected? I do stand corrected. It was not was a nice normal. I was to bring you food. It was not a normal shift, but I will give it to you because, yes, you're right. You did. You brought me pizza and you hung out. And uh, that's right. Do you know I why? I forgot about that. It's because I care. Do you? Not really. That was the weekend, by the way. That was Saturday. You hung out. Sundays went over to the hateful. When I went over to the hateful Shrew's house, and uh, oh. you know, I was told that I wasn't on her level. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's when we needed to re-record the one must go <laughs> intro and outro. Anyway, back to Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. You are on his level at Riverman Cigar Company because Dan doesn't judge people. Unlike hateful shrews, and you know everybody's welcome. <laughs> Fuck and, uh, Everybody's welcome at Riverman Cigar Company, where you can uh, come on in and uh, pick out a cigar and hang out in the lounge and watch the game. Not the Cardinals anymore, because well, no, that went south uh, really fast. That is over with. Yeah. But um, you know, there's but other there's games. other sports ball. There's other sports ball going on. Yes, and you can hang out and watch that, or you can just interact and talk with people because you know that's what we used to do in a bygone age. You know what I said and, the minute um, the uh, Cardinals lost? Let's what? go Blues. There you go. And um, you know, for those nights like tonight, for example, that it's are gorgeous. still very nice out, he does have the fifteen hundred square foot covered patio he out does. front. You can bring your lawn chair, hang outside, enjoy the evening, and have a nice cigar. And for those of you who aren't in the St. Louis area, but you want to support a brick-and-mortar shop, you can give Dan a call at Riverman. He uh, does mail order, and you can get your singles and boxes and accessories and all kinds of fun stuff shipped to you. Were you going to say fun shit? No, I'm talking too quick. And the stuff and shipped, like, mixed together, and it was like... Shit. It it was just weird. But anyway... um, Because you don't want to say shit. During an ad, I mean, no, I mean, we don't want to do that. that. It'd be highly inappropriate and, and unprofessional yes. of you to say shit during an ad, Jeff. <laughs> anyway, it's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And You'll with love that. It. It's time we go ahead and uh, cut this. By the way, if you don't have a brick and mortar, let Dan be yours. So I'm going to go ahead and cut my cigar here. You know what? It's a big. It is a boxy a press. Big mighty box press. Yes. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just thinking of dirty jokes, and I need to let him go. I um, don't think the square peg will fit in a round hole. I was, I was like, gonna, never mind. I'm, I'm gonna let it go. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of what is wrong with you. I keep coming up with a lot of large box jokes. Okay, <sighs> like Winona. I was gonna go more like you know coffee, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Not the beverage. <laughs> An enema? No. Anyway. The fuck are you talking about? This yeah. this this is why people Jeff is get not mad familiar with his seventies uh black exploitation films. Used coffee as a lube? No. Why do would you, you not do know that? about the coffee movies? I've never heard of coffee movies. Alright, to the Googles. Oh, God. 
It's going to be horribly offensive, isn't it? I mean, you're the one that didn't... I've never heard the term no. coffee movie. It's a character. Coffee, Jeff. Um, the fuck are you talking... I have no idea. I know you don't, because you don't know shit about what you think you think. <laughs> I mean, like, no. <laughs> about black exploitation yes, movies? Exactly. Yes, exactly. This is a free... I, I admit that freely. Black exploitation Look, movie. Look, while you're doing that... From I'm like gonna, the 70s. I'm going to move ahead with the show. I mean... I want to apologize on behalf of Nick. Good God. Ooh. I taste something. Yeah, there it is. Coffee movie. Black exploitation. 1973 film directed by Jack Hill. Oh, it, you didn't say it was a Jack Hill film. The, oh, dear God. The story is about a black female vigilante played by Pam Greer who seeks violent revenge against a heroin dealer responsible for her sister's addiction. I can lie. Pam Greer pretty Dude, good looking back in the day. I mean, I'm not going to... I mean, look. Yeah. The term black exploitation, it, 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 hit, it hits the ear very wrong. I don't like it. Well, it, but I think in and but of it, itself is wrong, right? Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, but this is how we got Shaft... And this is how we got coffee. We got some good movies. I never out heard of this. coffee before. I've I've heard of Shaft. You know what? This is why. But I do like Pam Greer. You know, you just you just don't know. Would you get hurry? I up mean, and coffee is the godmother of them all, according to the poster. Okay, I've never She's heard. She's the baddest one chick hit squad that ever hit town. Okay then. Yep. And you know what? Good for Pam Greer. Good for Pam Greer. Anyway, I have. Kicked that dead horse long enough. Yes. Uh, what it the? just went on and on. <laughs> well, you kept asking questions. I wanted to get away from it, but you're like, no, let's talk about coffee some more. I uh, thought you were going to talk about, you know, fucking, fucking good. good coffee. No. I think it's time. We should play the ad. Let's give him an upfront ad. We'll give him an ad right now. We can't do that, Jeff. Why we light? Why not? Because I don't have the button assigned Well, right then let's now. do it live. You do it then. This, you want to do this it so cigar bad, comes to it. us from mymonthlycigars.com. MyMonthlyCigars.com my is a premium subscription service. And it's basically for the new, the experienced, whatever whatever level you're at in your smoking journey. MyMonthlyCigars.com. They have uh, multiple size boxes. You can get the Robusto or the El Presidente. Coffee box. It's four. <laughs> that comes up in a minute. Hold Hold on to your coffee box. So you can either get four cigars or eight cigars. I did hear she's a great deal. squad to hit town. So here's the deal. You want to use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T. That's going to get you, like, how much? It's free shipping on the first box. Or, or how or much? Or it gets you 20% off any of the items at Nick's online That's store. right. I don't know why. I just wanted to make sure you knew. Yeah. So that being said, use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T. Now, I want to also mention fucking good coffee. Because why wouldn't you? You're going to drink coffee. We all know you're going to drink coffee. Why wouldn't you drink fucking good I coffee? I don't drink coffee. I I don't even. Where's just, my lighter? I don't know. So that being said. <laughs> you, it was right here. What did you do with it? How did it? you lose your lighter already? What did you do with it? Did so, you take my lighter? Anyway, that being said, fucking good coffee. You can get oh, the lounge blend. You know what else you can of- get? You can get the pulpit blend. You got my, you got my what is our lighter? pulpit blend called? It's Daily Press. The Daily Press. And that ties right in with the Mark Twain Press. Do you have So, fucking good coffee. Yeah, I've got your lighter. Oh, you ass. <laughs> I want to Do your lighter. cold draw. I've already done mine. I don't care. There's something sweet, <laughs> but the Dairy Queen I get on the way here is blowing it to pieces. 
Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, it had a real sweetness. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's sweet. Yeah. I, mean, it's I, did not, I, I will tell you, I did not get much on the uh, cold retro, though. It's that Sumatra. I will say, I, I hate the cold retro. I hate the box or the mouthfeel on this already. Oh, lighten up, expand your horizons. I know you like something big and cylindrical in your mouth, I don't but get come anything on, off just, that. I didn't get anything. I didn't no, get anything no, no, on the cold retro for once. Yeah, no. Cold it's retro. very seldom that cold happens. Cold retro is not producing any results here. Um, well, not on this cigar. On others. Can you hurry up with that? I would. Like That's going to be hot. Thank you. Why don't you set it down? Thank you. Fuck, man, it's radiating heat. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I have used this lighter all day when driving around delivering my newspapers and smoking cigars, and I never once get it feeling anywhere close to this hot. You use it for one cigar, and it's like nuclear. You know, it's because I'm that hot. I don't think that's true. Not bad. Not bad, Mark Twain. Ow. Who makes the Mark Twain? Is that its own brand? I couldn't begin to tell you. We should probably know that. Yeah, well. I don't have my phone. I can't look it up. It would be handy <laughs> information to have. Not on the uh, MMC card there. Um, I think I've had other Mark Twains, but not the press. Yeah, they've all, they, we've gotten them in the MMC box we before. Have. Um... I'm trying to Google here. This is riveting. Why don't you find something to talk about? That's why I was talking about freaking. Uh, I was doing a coal or a retro hail. Trying to talk about coffee. Very smooth retro hail, by the way. Um, I think anytime we talk about Pam Greer, we should automatically do the MMC ad now, since she was coffee. Whatever. <laughs> um. Um. I'll be Riveting. honest, dude. I well, you asked me a stupid question <laughs> that I didn't have the fucking answer to already, and now you're at, getting on my ass because I'm trying to look it up, and all I'm finding is C.I. and Thompson. Okay, so you know it's not really helpful there, now is it? No. Yeah. So not at all. I'm just saying. Anyway. Mm. All right. Well. So you've been gone for a damn week. What have you been up to? Well, I'm not gone. I mean. Yeah, you've been gone. You haven't been here. You've been gone. Well, I mean, you were gone. You were out of town. You left me high and dry. You were literally out of for town. Friday's show, you left me high and dry. Well, high I mean, and dry for you didn't, Friday. You, didn't, you were in Indianapolis. You didn't, I was not. I was. Well, man, I, eventually, you were. I mean, anyway, the point is. I you told left, you I couldn't you do Friday. I was very, very open and honest about that. Yeah, and I did it by myself. There you go. And then you didn't come out to Indianapolis and party with Mickey Pegg and Broccoli Rob and everybody. But I don't remember me. getting an invite. I specifically said, do you want to come out? And you better deal me for your ex-wife and your child. I don't remember. Yeah, I hung out with my child. <laughs> Pardon me. She doesn't want to hang out with you. Well, the kid hates me. Well, then but, <laughs> And I'll tell you what. They Okay, so we went. Anybody familiar with Southern Illinois? Okay. Our plan was to go to Little Grand Canyon and then go to Snake Road. That was our plan for the day. <laughs> then we were going to hit like a winery and have dinner down in Carbondale, Illinois, down in Southern Illinois. And we did Little Grand Canyon. That was a retro it hail for those people on the audio. I might as well have been on a death march. It was going in wasn't bad. Coming yeah. out was brutal. What's that underneath the timer on the video? I have no idea. What did you do? I don't know. It's running. 
I know, but what is that yellow thing underneath know. the red timer? It's not in fucking slow-mo, is it? Oh, God, that would be awesome. That's what I'm wondering. I'm, like, wondering what that yellow is. I'm, like, what would that Let be? Let me see. All right. Put a, pa- a pin in your, like, death march story for a moment and just see what that... It's A.E. Lock. A.E. Lock? I have no idea what that is. Huh. I don't know what that is either. So we may or may not have a video. I was say, we may or may not be putting out a YouTube video yeah. on this one. I don't know. Because we're AE locked. Whatever, this is what whatever the fuck that see, means. See, behind the scenes here, guys, Jeff's the one in charge of hitting record on the I iPad. hit record. It's recording. You see it moving. I've never seen that yellow thing before. I haven't either. <laughs> like, never. Not on any Apple no, device. I've never, never not seen once. that before. I agree. So, anyway. Lord only knows what so, it's going to be. We we charge in, and it's about a mile or so back to the little canyon area. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying any attention to you. Now. Little what? Grand Canyon, what Southern now? Illinois. Okay. Okay. So we go on this hike. We get back there. What are you getting on the cigar, by the way? We we started this. You just immediately went into talking about you. So I did, uh, a, I did a retro hail. <laughs> you weren't paying any attention. I, I'm not paying attention to you, no. It's so, a cigar. You're not getting any specific notes whatsoever? Not much. The retro hail was really smooth. That's that's really the only observation I have at this point. How about you? Mm. Yeah. I love the band, though. Smooth and, uh, yeah, it's a cigar. Yeah, cigar. Yep. Not. Uh, but it's named after our business and our line of work, so I wanted to smoke it. And you wanted to smoke it. So. Okay, so we charge in, and I'm feeling pretty good about life. I don't yeah. know what Nick's doing now. It's I'm like looking at the, I'm looking at the band. Uh, got little, I'm doing show prep, Jeff style. <laughs> during the show. I'm doing show prep, Jeff style. They have little Mark Twain quotes on the band here. It says, well, wait for that until I do my story. Oh, for God's so nobody, nobody we cares. go walking in, and we, we're probably about maybe three, 400 yards away from our destination going in. And there's an older couple coming out, and they look over. And the guy looks at me specifically because I'm old and fat. And he looks at me and he goes, remember, you got to get back out. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And that's when you realized that you'd fucked up. (laughs) It was at that moment that I realized. I know. I have that drop on my soundboard. But unfortunately, that cable that I attach my phone to the soundboard with is such garbage that I am not even yeah. using it. I am just using so the buttons on the board. We get so I don't in, have that right We now. take our pictures. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I'll, I'll, I'll post a couple of pictures to the parishioner's wall, okay, to go along with this. But we go in, and anybody, if you're into hiking, go down and do this. It's really cool. Until? Until you have to get back out. Now, we could have circled around, which would have been a two-mile trek back out. We all opted not to do that. It's a circular path that goes in we turn around went back the same way we came and which was how far by the way about a mile but so you it went, wasn't the mile that was the problem it was the hills so you went a mile uphill versus going two miles which is which probably... which would have still been back uphill oh, it would have been two miles uphill instead of one mile it, we may have leveled out at some point but then gone back up mm-hmm. but climbing back out of this thing was a nightmare an absolute Nightmare for an overweight 53-year-old guy. And I had to stop. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I hate to admit this. I had to stop probably six times. I don't know why you went hiking in the first place. Well, I like to hike. I like doing it outdoorsy stuff. It doesn't look like stuff. you like to hike. No, I, I also like bacon. But 
<laughs> like like any like, bacon. You know. Yeah. I like I like mashed potatoes and bacon and you know really doesn't look like you like I like that. the red meats and the starches. Okay. So but I had to stop three or four times. Kristen, who is in really good shape and works out every day, she had to stop a couple of times. And she even told me she said that last hill just about did me in when we when we were initially getting back up kind of out of the canyon well, area. It really would have sucked if you guys wouldn't have been able to make it back and you just kind of I'm not gonna to lie. There. I, I mean, started like, wondering if this is how it ends. Because like, I'm walking and I can feel I, I don't know if you've ever exercised I don't think you've ever exercised this much, but if you have I got to the point where I could feel my heartbeat in my like skull. And I'm thinking, this is bad. This is this is very bad. This is probably the end of me. Probably. Yeah. But I made it out. Well, there you go. Yeah. I kept repeating my little code that I do to get rid of pain. Yeah, and, and how'd that work out for you? I got out. I mean they hey, they didn't have to send in about the Pomona it, Sunset Fire Protection District to come, you know, carry me out on a stretcher. It's valid. Yeah. There wasn't a helo come in and, you know, pluck me out. That would have been really <laughs> funny, actually. No, not for me. I you actually would have. Do you know how much really those amused. those medical aircraft cost? Uh, a lot of money. Oh my god, they're like they they're like thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars per flight. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I would have I would have just made camp there. I would have lived there now. You know, I would have <laughs> built a shelter out of the twigs and eaten the berries I found. Well, you wouldn't have been able to light a fire because you didn't have enough uh, wet leaves and dirty paper plates to use as kindling and you didn't have any lighter fluid to like spray on it every 10 seconds i had my lighter in my pocket i could have given it all the butane i had i'm just saying give it all she's got captain it would have failed you know oh, miserable or i would have burned the entire shawnee forest another down. point you could have yeah. caused a massive sweeping wildfire <laughs> exactly. through southern illinois you know, that would have been. It's one of those things where I'm sitting there on death's door, and all you see is this like funnel of fire that has gone away from me and taken out all of, all of the yeah. bottom pyramid of Southern Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you. It go. It wouldn't have been hard to tell who started it. Let's put it that way. No, no. Because God knows I couldn't have ran away at that point. Well, like I said, all they would do is just look at the kindling and be like, "Wet leaves and used paper plates." That's got to be Gator. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? You're talking about <laughs> fires and running away. So I think the statute of limitations is up on this now. Oh, God. But it's not even me. It's Kristen's grandpa. Oh, God. And I'm not going to say his name <clears throat> because I don't want anybody coming back after him. But her grandpa had property outside of Waterloo, Illinois. And he would go out there at least once a year and burn the leaves. And he always set the woods on fire. Just, what the hell? Just always. Why? So what he would do is he would call the, it would get out of hand on him every time. It was like, it was just like expected. Yeah. So he'd go out there and they'd say, oh yeah, I was going out to do the leaves at the property. I'm like, well, what time is the fire whistle going to go off? <laughs> it was almost without fail that he would get out of hand on him, almost catch his truck on fire. He'd get on his cell phone, he'd call 911 to get the fire department, and then bail. And they, the fire chief, Mark Yeager, by the way, the fire chief at the time would pass him as they're coming out. He's driving home. And he's like, well, yeah, he's been out of the property again. Yeah, it was. So they knew it was him. Oh, yeah, they knew. And they didn't he like. He called it in himself. At some point, prosecute him for this. 
<laughs> Every year he's out there lighting the at least, woods on at fire. Least, at least once a year, yeah. At least, bare minimum. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that seems uh it seems <laughs> counterproductive. <laughs> seems counterproductive. Well, it was his controlled burn. Okay. That wasn't very controlled. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um so uh he he had a reputation. Let's uh, put it that way. Sounds like it. So on an unrelated note, I happened to be listening to um Saturday's episode of the Cigar Authority while I was driving around today. Oh, okay. I have not listened yet. Well, it was an interesting point that was made. So apparently in their reader or um, not reader, their listener survey that they did for this year. Yeah. Question thirteen asked if people listen to any other podcasts. Other than now, hold on. I Cigar heard this. Authority. was that Saturday or last week. It was Saturday. I have heard that then. Okay. Other than the Cigar Authority and the Ashholes, who was number two behind the Authority? Well, they said the eighteen percent of respondents listened to, of to, their listeners of their listeners listened to us right here, baby. And I don't remember the other percentage. They named off another show, and I won't, you know, whatever. But yeah. it, it was less than our percentage. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they said after that it was like single digits, and there were a whole ton of shows and whatnot, and whatever, you know. They so, also refer- referred life. to us as Authority Light, which they did. could not be further from the truth. They're it's a cigar not. show. We're just two guys in a lounge, essentially. I mean, we have cigar content, but... Yeah, well, not but anyway. like they do. No, no. I, I've never claimed to be what they well, do. Well, you know, and I've covered that on the uh, Get to Know Nick episode that you missed um, about the differences in, in our shows. But, uh, oh, the, you know, but the. I really should have listened to that. Say, I knew you didn't listen to that. But anyway, the point is, though, that, um, no, I just I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, this whole experience. And I want to thank everybody for, for writing us in on that survey because, you know, Amen. What, you know, it, it was very nice of you. Amen. It was a nice compliment to yeah. us. Thank you. We yes, appreciate it. Very much so. The, the whole experience of doing this show has been really like kind of mind boggling to me because it, the fact that we have listeners in other countries, the fact that we have listeners pretty much other than, I guess, Utah. Pretty much around the rest of the country. We have like... We have uh, a guy in Utah. I think we, we have had one like, guy. I think we've had one guy that listened one time in Utah. And yeah. It may have been one of our <laughs> listeners just driving through Utah. We're on a vacation they there. They may yeah. have just been cruising through Utah and downloaded an episode at the time. We're apparently but, not yeah. big with the Mormons. But everybody else seems to like us. They can't get cigars there anyway, practically. Why not? I mean, they have stores, but like they can't get mail order. Can, can Mormons smoke cigars? I don't know, but I, don't I know, know if that Utah cannot, like, you can't get mail order in Utah. Well, that, that doesn't help at all. No, it no. doesn't. So, anyway, anyway but the the fact that, that people tune into us, and we've had people that, that drive in or fly in to hang out with us, you know, at different events and things like that, it really is humbling, you know, that you guys, you guys think enough of what we do to, you know, want to kind of hang out and meet us and... You know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's... I know. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. I mean, just imagine if you would do that much more work and you were actually involved that much more. It'd be even more humbling. <laughs> <laughs> you had to... You, I, you know what? You couldn't I, you just know, let no. me enjoy the moment and thank everyone. No, I, I, I had, had to, to be a dick. Had to bust your balls there. Had to bust your balls there a little bit. I'm telling you, I... I okay, I'm just going to say it. Utterly and completely hate the mouthfeel on the cigar. 
it, it's a box press. We no, all know that. This is a super square, big, fat box press. Just smoke it. And it's it. bothering me. But, Just uh, smoke it. But anyway. how does, how's the taste? I mean, it tastes like cigar. Yeah. You know. Um, now, with that said, there are a couple of Mark Twain quotes on the band that I was referring to earlier. Oh, that's right. Um, we should circle back to that. It says, uh, it has been my rule never to smoke while sleeping. And never to refrain when smoking when awake. Never to refrain from smoking when awake. That's what I said. You said you said something else. Refrain but. from smoking when awake. Yeah. That's you left I out the from. Whatever. I think you said refrain to smoking or something anyway. Whatever. The point. I may have you, heard you it wrong. The point. You may have, but the point is, yeah, I mean, so there you go. You got that going for you. Mark Twain was somewhat of a journalist, really more of a. Observer of life. Yes. Yes. A documentarian, as it were. He kind of just uh, meandered around, wrote and sold some he was, books. He was kind of a ne'er-do-well, I guess, I in mean, some ways. He was part of the high society there. You know, he was yeah. at fancy parties with his cigars, always with his cigars. You know what the difference is between eccentric and crazy? No. The amount of money in your pocket. Hmm. That's true. You can ask the Bush family. <laughs> Beer, not presidents. Probably both. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the one guy flew. We've, I'm sure we've talked about this. The helicopter? The one guy dropped his helicopter into, what was it, Swansea, Illinois? Yeah, in the parking lot of like a, well, it was Grandpa Pigeons. Oh, that's right. But uh, now it's a rural king, I yeah. think. And just and dogs came spilling out of yeah. this thing. And just oh, my flying God. around St. Louis in his helicopter with, <laughs> with like of eight dogs. dogs. Um, it was funny. I uh, I educated Groflo about Real King. Oh, really? Well, that's where we got the cowbell that we yeah. presented him. And, he loves uh, that cowbell, by the he way. He does. Yeah. And the thing is, he was wondering. He's like, where did you get this? I'm like, I went to Real King. And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea. Now, I get it. You know, being Mr. You know, uh, East Coast there, he wouldn't be familiar with the with the Real King. I guess they haven't made it that far Or you can, like, go in and buy baby chickens and baby ducks and, you know, get a cowbell. And, and a shotgun. You know, get shotgun and, and, you know, overalls from Carhartt. and Five-gallon you know, bucket of grease. You can get um, every flavor of licorice you can imagine. It's true. Um, I mean, you can get damn near anything at the Real King. You can. You know? And, uh, you know what they have? Circus peanuts. They have all kinds of stuff. They the do have King. circus peanuts there. But they have Boston baked actual beans. legit cowbells because yeah. people that have cows go to the Real King. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. Unless they have salt licks. I mean, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> I would imagine because there's people with horses that go to mm-hmm. the you know, Royal King as well. Now, we don't hunt over them, but occasionally I'll make salt or mineral licks out at the farm. Again, we don't hunt over them. That's illegal. But uh, we'll take old stumps and melt one of those, um, like, mineral blocks down, pour it over the stump. Yeah. And then it uh, the, the deer over the next year will just tear that apart, like, eating the stump to get the minerals. It's pretty cool. I see. So I have, I see you looking up a One Must Go. Yeah. I'm Is it time to... for that? Because I've got one. We're, we're not even going to do yours. Oh, so we're going to do mine. Well, that's good because the deck that I bought, I, I'm getting a little tired of mm-hmm. a lot of those. There's, that's why I made of, my own. It's a lot of pop culture reference ones. Yeah. And that game has made me feel old because I'm looking at it and it's referencing. It's obvious. I, I recognize the names just enough to know that they're either musicians, rappers, something like that. 
But uh, Pinterest for, the, or for the life of me, I have no idea who the hell they are. So, like, when you tell me, like, one must go, I'm like, all can go. I don't know any of them, you know? I'm, so, I'm somewhat yeah. up on the pop culture because of Addie. Having a 12-year-old, you know, like, we'll watch, God forbid, the MTV Movie Awards or, or whatnot. I'm sorry. So I at least know who some of these people are. I mean, I'm just sitting there, like, staring at them in disbelief when they get up on stage and twerk. But... Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I'm sure it's disbelief you're staring at them and when they're getting on stage and twerking. Let's be honest. <laughs> when I was younger, you know, maybe 20s, whatever, we had the Britney Spears, we had Christina Aguilera, you know. Back the fucking truck up. You did not have Britney Spears when you were in your 20s. Well, whenever, when I was younger. <laughs> when I was younger. You were... No, no, no. Britney Spears came around when I was in high school. So that would have been what year would late, that have been? Late nineties. Whenever. But I'm saying I'm just saying back late, when I was younger. Late nineties, you'd have been thirty already. Okay, but I was still watching MTV. <laughs> Britney Spears has been around a lot longer than that, although she was on the no, she was Mickey the, Mouse Club. She was on which the fucking Mickey Mouse disturbing. Club. Yeah. So if you're checking her out on Mickey Mouse Club, then dude, you and I need to have an actual conversation about this. Ah, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Gross. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Wow. Pedo alert. But back then <laughs> you had good looking women that were singing. I don't really find the singers now that attractive. Just I mean, let I, that I, go. I, I there. Say, I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> I don't know why you're. The people twerking aren't people I want to see twerking. How about know, that? I don't know why you're body shaming anybody. You no, like people. I could body you, shame like, anyone. You of all people should not Me be body of shaming all people. anybody. It's like, you know, that is a grievous, grievous <laughs> mistake on your part to be body shaming anybody. But I'm just saying, you also don't see me on a stage twerking in front of millions of people either. Because I know that I shouldn't be doing that. You were the one literally saying that you were ready to dance naked and at a, at a rave tent in Kentucky at the Drew Estate Barn Smoke. Oh, I'd have done that. I mean, that kind of counts in my mind as like you know, know that. worse than you twerking. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd had a binky much, in my mouth I'm and gonna, some glow sticks. I'm going to say this, and it's probably going to haunt me forever. But I'm just going to say it. I would much rather Ooh. see you twerk than dance naked at a rave tent in Kentucky. Why is that an either or for you? Which well, it's not an either. Me. Yeah, it I would prefer like that it. neither one. It sounded take place. like you want one of those things I to happen. I don't want either one to happen. What, what I'm saying is, if one or the I other keep is you going we're to just happen, friends, I I like you, but not I'm like that. If one or the other is going to happen, I would prefer everybody heard what they heard over that. That everybody is not heard what, I'm, what they heard. Not what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, whatever. Hey, Jerry Plisky here. We all need to live united, as it turns out, but one unfortunately must. Goal brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars there. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Graflo, Mantosa, and Terranova. And the highly acclaimed Edabe, Byron, and Bandolero there if you're feeling fancy. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United. United Cigars, as it turns out. Okay. Had to go with Pulaski again, didn't you? I mean, we literally were just talking about the hateful shrew at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> kind of figured I would go with him rather than her. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Blondes, brunettes, or redheads? Oh, see, now, Jeff. 
It's an interesting question. That's why I asked it. Um, because you have a thing for the Soul Stealers. It ends up that way. Mm-hmm. The Hateful Shrew was one. <laughs> um, I think your ex was too. She was well, bottle. She was a natural blonde. She dyed the shit out of it to get it red. Um, she knew what you liked. No, she did what she wanted. <laughs> um, here's the thing. In my personal history, I would say that attraction-wise, I tend to go. I tend to go for brunettes, but oh, really? I but I end up with blondes. Hmm. Or redheads in this one particular instance. Yeah. She was the only natural redhead that I encountered. How could you tell? Anyway. Um, but yeah. <laughs> the carpet matched the pews. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. Well, that was offensive. Do you, know, um, do you know what movie that quote's from? No. Really? Forgetting, I've, I've, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll yeah. have to find the elusive clitoris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Dave. You know now, what? Now we're going blue, buddy. Here's the thing. That's not that hard to find. And <laughs> anybody who thinks it is, is a moron. I'm just saying. I think that was the point of the the joke in the it's movie. It's truly not elusive. It's typically in the same spot everywhere you go. I don't know about these man-made ones in the hospitals, but the natural ones, they're always in the same spot. Okay, then. Just saying. But they're all different in their own way. I mean... I celebrate them. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, you've got shy and, you know, party animals. But the point is, they're all there. (laughs) I'm giving up redheads. Um, Yeah, I am, too. It seems like every time I go down that path, it just ends poorly. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to. And you just lose a chunk of your soul every time they I look mean, at you. You know, um, I'm going to go that, but, um, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go redheads. Yeah. The One Let's Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United We Smoke. He is a turns out. For fuck's sake. Um, I didn't know it'd go there. No, you know what? I didn't see that one, that one coming at me. I mean, it's okay. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Um, I don't know why I'm being all bitter tonight, to be honest. I, I'm really not super bitter. You've been bitter for like... No, you, okay. You want to know what it is? No, I'm gonna. Oh God, right, we're gonna get in this. We're gonna get in this for a minute. You know the what Bishop it is? brings the harshness. You know what it is? This episode comes out on Friday. It does. You know what was from the day that this episode comes out? You know what was the night prior? No, it was a Death Cab for Cutie concert. Oh, and I'm desperately trying to give these tickets away. Who would go to that? I truly have no idea. Why and did I, you buy those? And I. Because the shrew wanted to go, and I told you you should have like tore, like shredded them and mailed them to her. They're digital tickets. I can't do that. <laughs> and so, like, I'm literally trying to give away these tickets that I purchased. No one wants to see them, and that's exactly what I'm learning: yeah. is that nobody wants to see them. You would Even have been like for, two of the eight people I mean, there. I tried selling them. I tried every. 
I, I mean, like, I can't sell them. I can't. Ticketmaster won't even let me list them for sale on their thing, so they don't even want them back, you know. And, uh, you know, I can't sell them. And then in Are you terms giving of, them away? No, I can't even give the damn things away. <laughs> so, like, no. Do they I, have any music anyone would actually know? I know of maybe, like, two songs of theirs. I did a deep dive when when mm-hmm. she expressed an interest in this, and I, I know, like, two of their songs. And then the one guy went off to a different band, and I know, like, one of their songs. So I think I know, like, three songs total from not even the one band, like, two from the one that I have tickets to and then the other. Anyway, the point is... Uh, yeah, I'm stuck with this. And look, I'm not out a ton of money because they weren't like super expensive and whatnot. But like just the fact that I'm like sitting here recording the night before the day of the concert and I still can't get anybody to take these damn tickets from me. That's kind of sticking. Why away. don't you go anyway? Because I have to work. Oh, I'm at Riverman. I was going to ask off for the night had, you know, the shrew not decided that I wasn't on her level. But, uh, you know. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> and then. For it, months. And then, no, for no, no. For months I've no. tried to figure Dude, out what that even so means. So that was said to me. And then, like, after it was all said and done, I just kind of stood up, started gathering up my stuff. And she's like, you're leaving? And I'm like, well, what the fuck else am I going to do? <laughs> you know? So I, none of this no, makes no, any no, sense. No, I, let, me, let me finish. So then I get to the door. And she's like, so do you need, like, a couple of days? And I just look at her, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be in touch. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell? I mean, how how is I mean, four months, and that's how this goes down. And, like, literally, so that was on a Sunday, and literally the Monday prior, she's calling me up and tell, telling me that she went shopping, and she found a gift for me, and she doesn't know if she wants it to be a birthday gift or a Christmas gift. And I made the joke. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm, you know, at least uh, hanging. Or you're, you're hanging on to me at least through then." That might have been the comment and like, that did it. And that might literally have done not you even in. a week later is when I get the boot. Yeah, that might have done you in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, what is it? What is it? Women do now. Mm. What's it called? Mm. Mm. Yeah, we're getting into cuffing season. So apparently, I learned this: cuffing <laughs> is when women will go and they will find themselves a man. And they will keep him around through the holidays so that they have a man to take to all the holiday functions and whatnot. And then I guess, I assume, post-New Year's or maybe post-Valentine's Day. Maybe they hang on to him through Valentine's Day. And then maybe post-Valentine's Day or even possibly post-Easter. Maybe Time e- to cut them maybe loose. Maybe Easter is the time they cut him loose. And then, then they prep themselves for hot girl summer. Whatever the hell hot girl summer is. Okay, then. And so then it's like that. So they find, I, find some guy with a pontoon so and they I, all pile on the I, boat. Yeah, I guess they go you know, lost my down to the lake and, you know, it's like they're hunting or not hunting. They're hiking and kayaking because apparently every woman on fucking, you know, all these dating sites, they all want to go hiking and kayaking. But whatever. Well, anyway. ladies, I went to um, the little Grand Canyon. Yeah, and you almost <laughs> died doing it. With your ex-wife and your daughter, well, that anyway. was fun. But like, I, 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 we had a, we went to the very winery confusing though. Confusing thing. We went to Starview Winery in Southern Illinois, and by the way, I can't recommend it enough. Great place. Okay. That I'm was sorry. How I, I thought I thought you had a story there. <laughs> no, that's how I recovered oh, from the that the was, trip. Was that was literally the story? We went to a winery with two bottles of wine. <laughs> okay. 
All right. And a, nope. cheese, a nice cheese platter. I thought you had an actual story there. Never mind. It was just pregnant silence. <laughs> um, anyway. Addie so. and her friend that were with us had a good time because they have those little, like, thing. You know, well, like you could have sent them for help. They're like young they, they would have made it Oh, out. they bailed on me. They would have made it But they, they had this little thing, like a... Like an old time, I say old time. They're still around. Uh, like a like a bubble gum dispenser kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's got fish food in it. And but you don't feed fish at the lake there. You feed the turtles. Oh, so they had a ball feeding the turtles while okay. we were getting lit on wine. Okay. Wow. All right then. Well, as riveting as this is, <laughs> it is Friday. So why don't we go ahead and jump into the. Uh, Final third Friday segment with our guys, Broccoli Rob and Isaiah. Oh, by the way, um, Isaiah, I I heard that. (laughs) Dick. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. Welcome back to Final Third Fridays. You've got us for double duty this week. That's right. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Rob. And today, we are pairing the Lagolera 1936 box press torpedo with the Old 55 Bottle and Bond bourbon that just came out this week. Um, it's a, it's their Bottle and Bond 100 proof bourbon, straight up bourbon. Um, we did, we're doing this pairing because we thought it would actually pair well together, and we were not wrong. We were not wrong. So the 1936, the wrapper on that is an Ecuadorian Habano. It's got Dominican Criollo 98 binder and a Dominican Piloto Cubano and Criollo 98 fillers. Just a wonderful cigar sitting slightly above that medium strength level. But uh, what are you getting on that, Rob? Yeah, I mean, this this cigar, uh, you get a lot of those like baking spice notes, um, early on, we were we were getting a lot of the. Um, I mean, honestly, what we were getting is it's carrot cake. Yeah, um, it's got those similar baking spice notes you get on carrot cake with the sweetness, the thick creamy smoke, and when you pair that with this whiskey, you get the the creaminess, almost a buttercream icing on it. Yeah, and it just comes together, and it just reminds me of carrot cake when I'm when I'm smoking them smoking and drinking together. Absolutely. On the retrohale of this cigar, you're getting a lot of those uh, leathery, almost cedary notes, but it's also followed with a really light spice. It's more baking spice than anything. Earlier, uh, smoking this with Rob, I had mentioned cumin, which is kind of a weird note there, but that's kind of how it more presents to me than a red red pepper or black pepper spice. It really is. Now, early on, on the initial retrohales, it definitely had more of the red and black pepper spice. Once you got into the second, third, that toned down a bit. You got more of the baking spice notes really popping. Um, with the whiskey, the whiskey continues to be sweet and creamy, buttery, kind of that buttercream really stuck through. Um, a light citrus note, but it wasn't really like orange or lemon. It was just kind of in that same citrus kind of category, uh, more of a fall kind of citrus. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, the whiskey just really keeps intensifying in it sweetness does. as we as we go through this smoke. And in the final third of this, it it doubles down on those uh, baking spice notes on the smoke and. And the whiskey just keeps getting sweeter. That spice picks up a little bit. It, yeah. it does show into more of that medium full range. Right now, it's sitting really close to a medium. Yeah, it's 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 ticking up just a slight bit. The retro hill is getting a little bit more of the black pepper spice. 
um, but it's still staying that leathery baking spices. Um, and, but with the whiskey, you pulls out all those notes that make it sweet and creamy. Um, again, like I said, it's it's carrot cake. Um, if you like carrot cake, I think you will definitely be able to pull those notes out of this as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'd like to thank Jeff for uh, giving up his spot on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the pulpit is putting out auditions for a new host. Yeah, so if we're you're just looking... so thankful that we were itinerant hosts for uh, for uh, this past yeah, Tuesday. I don't think we quite made the cut to I don't be a so. to be a guest host or a, an actual long term host there. You know, if you're looking to be a host of a show, you know, hit up Nick on the cigar pulpit because. Apparently, Jeff doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, go so. ahead on the parishioners page. Just go ahead and post a video audition. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, I mean, and just, you know, dole out all the harshness like like Gator does. Yeah. You know, we, we did say, you know, Nick's dad would do a great job of doling out the harshness. Yeah. Um, we definitely want to see him get on the show. Honestly, I think Nick's dad would be a great co-host with Nick at some point, too. Yeah. Um, so it would be it'd awesome. It would be pretty cool to see that relationship. If you've got a wife at the house, make sure she's talking when you uh, when you put your audition video. <laughs> yeah. So you can interrupt her. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah and, I mean, I'll, it is one of those things where, you know, if, if you're a praying man or woman, you know, pray for Jeff. The poor old guy. You know, he's just – he's so busy. You know, with, with bidet and, and bathing and yeah, that's well, about it. In the same run, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the same run. Probably so, watching the office while doing it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah, but hey, again, thanks a lot, guys. Um, it was great having Nick out here for the weekend here at Final Third Cigar, and we were excited to see him and hang out with him for a while and do the show with him. Um, but we just want to thank you guys for watching this. Again, this pairing is the. The La Galera Box Press 1936 Maduro and the Old 55 Bottle and Bond Bourbon. Um, you can get the pairing here at Final Third this next week. Uh, the pairing is going to run you about $23, $24 um, with the discount. So stop by and you can try these out. Yeah. You and, can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. And I'm Rob. I'm here at Final Third, Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. Or just check out our website, FinalThirdCigar.com. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate that. We do. Do we, though? <laughs> do we, though? I heard what you said. Yeah. So, um, anyway. <sighs> Dog in the gator. It's our guys over there at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. It's got a good peeps, great bar, and good, great selection of cigars. And at least it makes a killer old fashioned. It's just a very nice place to sit and chill. It's it's a good place. I like it. I would be there all the time if I lived there. I haven't been to the cigar garden. It's because you and I hear it's really in all nice. fairness. You've only been there one time. I did, and I pulled a knife on three cops. We don't need to get into that, Jeff. <laughs> don't need to get into that. That went down that way. You can stop dwelling on that. Um, but anyway, the point remains that it's a nice place. And, uh, you know, like I said, if I lived there, I would be there all the time. But I'm not. So, um, it was this knife. I go, knife. I go fact. you know, when I can. It was um, that knife right there. Dear God. <laughs> anyway, probably shouldn't talk about how you're pulling knives on law enforcement officers. But, whatever. hey, I back hey. the blue when they're So, right. okay. So, um. What what I'm like halfway 
maybe a little less, maybe slightly less. When than they get drunk and assault me. On the Mark Twain, the press. <laughs> then I get offended. I swear to God. It's cigar. I'm about to stab you with that thing. <laughs> like, so, okay. So, yeah, it, it's it's cigar. I mean, <laughs> do another retro hail. Why not? I mean, whatever, you know. When it's but. your cigar and your show, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I had a little bit, like, I got to do another one. Hit the top of my mouth and it kind of, like, burned. That's what she said. Burn the top of my mouth there. Um, it's kind of an awkward, that's what she said. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to make that. It's warm when it comes out. What? The smoke. The smoke's warm when it comes out of the cigar. <coughs> <laughs> what the hell did you do? Uh, I didn't retro ale right. I'm done with the retro ales on that. It's just, it. it is what it is. There's nothing to it. You're not enjoying your press, are you? I'm not enjoying the press. No, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. I mean, look, there's something for everybody in the my monthly box. This one is not something for mm-hmm. me. Um, I, I you know, well, I, I hate to be. I will say, I love. I the hate band. to be negative. Yeah, I do like the band. The well, band shank is my nice. Rapper, damn it. I do like the band, and I will say that my burn line is. The burn line's been good. It's I've been touched really mine good. Up twice. I'd say maybe it's about ninety five percent straight. Got a little bit of a rise near the back. Eh, if we're looking at it, I touched back, mine up a back right of times, corner. But that's all you know of oh, it. I see that um, the slant, just a light, slight slant to it. Um, but I'm blaming that. There is maybe a little itty bitty breeze coming through here. Yeah. So whatever. You know what? It's a box press. You got to rotate it as you smoke it to avoid that problem. Anyway, I probably haven't been rotating it enough. But the point is because you're filled with rage from it being a box. It's just it's the mouth feel on it is obnoxious. And Why does that bother you? It does. It's it just. It, it, I don't understand. It truly I like box press cigars. Does bother me a lot. It and does. I don't, Why do you dwell on it? I don't know. It's just one of those things that it just it does bother me quite a bit. And I'm not. Sometimes it's less. Well, this one's sometimes this one's pretty it's less defined. Problematic than others. This is a very sharp box, and it's and it's a square. It's not a rectangle. That's the other thing. Yeah. You know, like for example, the Perdomo. Um, um, tenth anniversary sun grown. Yeah, I like that cigar a lot. It's a box press. It's a soft box press. But it's a rectangle. But it's more of a rectangle. Yeah. Padrones, they're box pressed, but, but they're, they're rectangle. rectangles. Yeah. This one being a square is kind of like screwing with me. And um, I bet Freud had something to say about this. <sighs> he probably just thinks I want to fuck my mother. Kill my dad and fuck my mother. Isn't Why? that what Freud said? Why was that where we went? Isn't that what Freud always no said? Idea. Is that every guy wants to kill their dad and fuck their mom? That's messed up. I'm pretty sure that's Freud. I don't even know. Ego, id, super ego, or whatever the fuck. Egon? Ego. Oh, I thought you went into something about like no, Ghostbusters. Okay. About Ghostbusters. But anyway. Do Ray. Um, and speaking Egon. of speaking of ghosts, I gotta say. Did the Pooh Ghosts come back? No. I gotta say, Did your bed shaker come back? No, um, I have no calls, no calls. Oh my god, so they've ghosted on the Ask the Boys hotline. <laughs> so guys, you know we've got this contest going, and we do. Um, you know somebody's got to have a scary story. Clay put together a really good idea. It was a really you know, good idea for October that people call in with their spooky stories, and so far nobody's done so. 
And We've both told ours on the show many times. I would say we have. We told we have an entire At least episode. Once. I, I yeah. think if you go back to 2019, we did our Halloween. My episode. daughter even talked about seeing the shadow person. Yeah. No, if we go back to 2019. I think you hear our Halloween episode where we like told all those, and yeah. like you know, it's just one of those things. You guys, you have to have something. So I don't understand why you're not calling. But anyway, call the Ask the Boys hotline. Area code eight six three eight seven four. Zero 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 zero. I have figured out a way. It's a little more work for me, but I don't care. That um, you know, we can listen to the calls, or we can get the calls into the show and make them sound good, at least in the audio version. Um, I'll okay. admit, I'm not a video editor, so it's kind of hard for me to figure out how to plug in separate video or audio files into the audio of the video. But um, okay. I don't know. I'm figuring. I'm I'm slowly working at it. It's it's something, but uh, you know. But the point is, I was man. I did manage to get the the call quality fixed for you know the episode that we just or that I just did with Broccoli Rob and Isaiah on Tuesday. You know, they sounded like shit at the time that we listened to them. You know, live. But I went back and was able to fix it for the audio version of the cast. So, okay. You know, I've, I'm 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 making do with what I've got. But the point is, guys, get your calls in. We need your calls. I give and you a pass on that, by the way. What? Making do with what you've got. Well, nobody's complained yet. <laughs> anyway, um, but get your calls in about not just the spooky stories. I mean, the guy. I mean, we have a we have a prize pack. I mean, I've got Aladino cigars. I've got United cigars, and then I've got a bag of fucking good coffee. That uh, I can give away, you know, to the winner of this thing. And, I bet uh, I bet Dan would even throw in a couple of house blends. I'm just Those saying, are good, may- by the maybe, way. Maybe. And yeah, then, his house blends are good. So that's my point. And he's you restocked know, like, on them. Guys, get get your calls in. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Clay's winning not just the one to friggin' kick off the contest, because I told him I'd do that. But, but he's not technically in this contest. Well, I mean, unless we don't get anybody else. I was say, if nobody else calls in, he's the default winner, yeah. you know, in which case he got what he got, so... Good for Clay. Well, I don't know. Whatever, but I need to mail his stuff off. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what's up. I know some They've people, ghosted us on the ghost stories. Well, and I know some people have said that the call segment is kind of getting stale. You and I have talked about making that a once, once a month A deal, monthly thing, yeah. Where we just do one episode a month. Here's what people don't where get. We, uh, where we, uh, you know, here's what people don't all get. the calls. The call segment is what sparks a lot of our conversation. Yeah. It's essentially someone else in the lounge interjecting in the conversation. That's why we do it. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Answering the question itself doesn't take much time. It's all the splinter conversation mm-hmm. that kind of like comes off of that, that, yeah. that gets to be entertaining. So, you know, the that's string what, theory of our conversation. That's why we yeah. like the phone calls is it prompts other conversation. So exactly. I don't know. And it but. reminds us of various stories and anecdotes mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't know but anyway get your calls in we'd appreciate it otherwise i guess uh this is a good enough time as any to talk about the socials we're available on instagram at uh the cigar pulpit as well as at naked gator any kkid gator that's my page where you never post anything i need to do that again yeah i think it was august that you posted last yeah so there'll be a flurry of activity soon oh boy and then uh, we're on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group, and we've had a number of people sign up and uh, get in on that here lately, so that's good. Um, listener Adam uh, posted in there. Uh, he was the gentleman from Germany that called into the last show, and he posted in there this morning. 
um, oh, okay. about some stuff. And, I've been working uh, today, so I haven't seen that yet. He's a very nice man. We and we had one one person, uh, not not just one, but we had one person in particular that put a put a really nice comment on there in the last week about how much he enjoys listening to the show and he's got a lot of drive time and we help him with that and and guys, it means a lot because we can sit here and do this, you know. I mean, we'd be sitting at Top Shooters or wherever we are doing this. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, if we're not sitting here, we're going to be at, like, Riverman or we're going to be Top Shooters. We're going to be somewhere sitting and doing exactly that. We just won't be mic'd well, up. Yeah, we're not mic'd up for it. Yeah. So, But we appreciate that because, you know, it, it, it's nice to know that people are enjoying the content that we put out. Although, to be honest, when you and I sit and do it without the microphones, it gets more wretched. Like the other night when we were talking about oh. the pox. That was bad. Yeah, we can't get into the details of that. No. But, I mean, it was really funny. It was And really truthfully, funny. it was very amusing, but like, there's context to that conversation yeah. that you and I can't give because I think we'd have, uh, I think we'd have some groups yeah. of uh, people. <clears throat> I'm yeah. not even going to say what kind of, no. we're, we're going to have groups of people showing up on our doorstep yeah. protesting. Yeah. Making like singing. Circles, it was not very woke. Things like that. No, said it was, conversation. It was not woke at no. all. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. And then there's Twitter, where uh, I guess Elon Musk is buying Twitter. I hope. I, I guess. I don't. I know. just. I just. I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna have to figure out Twitter. I just like the fact I that he's twi- got them all like in a tizzy. I figure Twitter is the last refuge of the damned for us. That like once Instagram and Facebook finally say cigars are bad, yeah. get off there. Cigars are bad. You know, oh. then, then we can at least go to Twitter. I have a Facebook story. Oh, boy. So a friend of mine. And the, then we're on YouTube where you can watch this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now. A friend of mine that I went to high school with okay. reached out to me tonight. And she said, I really need your help. And I'm like. Well, that's weird. I haven't. I'm friends with you on Facebook, but I haven't talked to you in thirty plus years. Uh huh. Okay. I said, "Well, sure. What do you need?" And she said, "I broke my phone, and i I need to send you a passcode so I can get back into my Facebook." Uh oh. And I said, "Okay." So she sent me the passcode, and then my response was, "Oh, by the way, how did we meet?" <laughs> and then they pretty much told me to go to hell. Yep, because that's fucking how hackers. People hack into shit. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it clearly says here's your Facebook code. Yep. Don't don't do that. Yep. But I could see how, especially like if she got some of my older relatives or something. Oh yeah. And reached out and asked that. I, I they do it all day long because yep. you're just ripping that band all to hell. It wasn't coming apart, so I said screw it. I I saved mine. It's really pretty. Well, I'm glad for um, you. But so you cannot do art with it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, words hurt. <laughs> so, but I could see how they could really confuse somebody, you know, and and get them that way. It's, oh, totally. I've, I've had but them reach that, out before and tell me they're stranded in London and they they were robbed and lost their passport and they need me to send them money so they can get home. Yeah, to go see, to the money to go to the consulate. That's that's and an, I did the same thing. I strung I strung that guy on for like. 45 minutes and then i said hey by the way how'd we meet nice and then he told me that uh you know usama was going to kill us all that that's a real thing that actually happened yeah they probably are going to get you i'm right here i'm just saying 
Me and, me and my knife. I think this fried food regret's going to get you before Osama gets you. <laughs> See, Os- Osama's going to have to swim his way to the top to I was say, try I to find me. I don't think Osama's getting anybody at this Mm-mm. point. America. 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 Um, anyway, so yeah, so we got the socials. You did the MMC ad like way early in the show. We did. Um, we did the One Must Go with United. One Must Go. I think we've hit all the buttons. We have. You know, we talked about Dan the Man Ponder over at Riverman. Yeah, and really seriously, guys, if you haven't, if you're anywhere close to the St. Louis area, or you don't have your own brick and mortar, give him a call. Try those house blends. He's restocked on them. They're really, actually, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Who'd you say makes them? Davidoff. Davidoff. If you're a redneck in the Camacho factory. Yep. Yeah, they're a good cigar. They are good. So I bought a ten pack of the Habano Toros. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yep. I got those. When did I get those? At least two weeks ago. Uh, it's been a little longer than that. I was going somewhere. I feel like I was going on a drive, but it wasn't Indianapolis. I haven't gone anywhere. I was say, where else have you been? Oh, it may have been before I went out to see the two guys people. Oh, okay. I may have I may have picked some up just for the for like road sticks. Oh, there you go. Thing. Cool. Anyway. Yep. So. Well guys, again, thank you for tuning in. We're banging our head on, what, close to 140,000 downloads, I think? Uh, Somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible that we're past that by now. I don't know. Yeah. it ha- We have seen a spike, which is kind of why, like, you know, I, if, you, if you're a new listener and you haven't gone back to listen to da-da-da, last Friday's show, uh, the one where I, I flew solo and, you know, talked about myself, um, you should, because I go into kind of the really the, proud of that aren't you no i go into the concept of the show i explain what the show is about yeah and because... i don't think everybody especially new listeners i don't think they get it that's what i'm saying that's yeah. what i said then is that you know i think people expect you know i think people expect cigar authority light i think they expect especially when you got mr jonathan out there advertising <laughs> it like that thanks you dick but anyway it's like yeah i think people expect cigar authority light and we're not you, you know, know when i when i meet him i hope to get some brisket He'll just take it home with him. <laughs> so, okay. No. You prompted that. I'm going to tell my side of that story. Because you and I, we hinted at You have at, a side of this story? We hinted at this. And they've talked about it now no, on I know. the show. They have talked about it on the show. So now it's fair game. So you hinted at this in the episode where I talked about my trip out to New Hampshire. Yes. And, New Hampshire? Oh, you son of a bitch. Anyway, I was really hoping you'd just let that one go. <laughs> and um, But I, I said at the time, I don't want to talk about this. I want to let Dave have an opportunity to talk about it yes. first. And then I'm going to talk about it. So now I'm going to talk about it. So- I got there on Tuesday. Tuesday? And it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, anniversary party was Wednesday. So Tuesday yeah. was the day I flew in. I got there on Tuesday. Barry was kind enough to pick me up and take me to the Salem store. It wasn't the perfect um, pickup, but it was good. It was it was very solid pickup. You know, great Bandolero cigar. No pizza, no donuts, but whatever. Um, we get to the Salem store. He really did brag about you, Barry, for what it's worth. He had some items that he was transferring from Salem to Nashua, so it worked out really well. So he took that. He went on his way. I stayed at Salem. I hung out. I watched the Ash Holes um, recording and everything. I finished my newspaper. I hung out, talked with Mr. Jonathan and everybody there. It was great. So the store closes at 6, and Mr. Jonathan is kind enough to give me a ride from the Salem location to my hotel. And he's got this pan. Pam? Cover- you say don't, Pam? Don't even start with me on that. Pam with a D? P-A-N. P-A-M-D. P-A-M-D. P-A-N. Pan. He has this. Wait, pan. with two M's. 
fucking cut you with my with my cut. See what I did? I did the reverse there. I know you did. And it that was pretty good. Me off just as bad because <laughs> I have a reporter named Pam. So it's like Pan. You know, just, oh my god. Anyway, are you saying Pan? Um. Anyway, so he's got this. It never gets old. He's got this dish covered in <laughs> aluminum foil, and we go out to his car and. Um, he drives a Mini Cooper, so it was total. Okay. It was total fat guy in a little car. <laughs> I mean, not him because he's like he's, he's a stick thin. He, yeah, he's he, a rail. He's rail thin. It, it's me. I'm talking about me. Fat guy in a little car, and so <laughs> I like, have a feeling <laughs> it was like this on the highway. <laughs> and I had my suitcase. He had to like remove stuff from the trunk to put my suitcase in there because my suitcase took up the whole trunk because it's a Mini Cooper. So anyway, so we're booking into his hotel and. The whole car smells like brisket. It just smells of meat. Yeah. And did you get any of said meat? We're did talk- you get any of Jonathan's meat? Hang on a second. So we're talking about, you know, just everything. And, you know, he's saying how much he loves Broccoli Rob, you know, not the person, but the name. Because, you know, because he he, he, he didn't associate it with the office. He associated it with the actual dish, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he's a foodie. But anyway, the point is. He asks me. There's nothing like a good plate of block, broccoli rub. He you know? asks oh. me the question that you asked me about, was it the perfect pickup? Yes. And I said, no. I said he had the cigar, but there was no donuts. There was no pizza. And I said, but it doesn't matter. I'm still very appreciative. Whatever. And he goes, he goes uh, well, I have brisket in the car. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, who just drives around with brisket? And he goes, just say it. and he goes, you want you want to try my brisket? And I'm like, we all know you did. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes I, I do. do. Yeah. So when we got to the hotel, he got out. I took my suitcase out. He put the brisket back in the trunk, and he proceeded to pull the foil back. And it was just this delightful dish, full of brisket with the meat juice and everything. And so he just kind of was like, "Have at it." So I I I picked up a chunk of the brisket and I tried it. Was it sliced or just bite a hunk off? No, no, no. It was it was like like it was not cubed but kind of shredded slightly. Okay. It was it was it was not like a solid brisket. It was it So was... my takeaway from this is that you really like Mr. Jonathan's meat juice. <sighs> God, I just hate you so much. Anyway, here's the thing. I wondered why is he driving around with a pan full of brisket? <laughs> and I just assumed a valid question because he had it at the shop all day. I assumed that maybe he brought it for everybody at the shop to Did eat. Did he just on. set it in the lounge to smoke it? No, I assumed that maybe he brought it up for all the employees to have for lunch or okay. something like that. This was the leftovers, and he was taking it home. Okay, which he's apt to do. Yeah, and so <laughs> I know. I thought that that's what it was. But I had, no, I had no idea. That after he dropped me off, he went to Dave's house Garofalo. and then proceeded to For anyone that isn't following crash wrong. the party that Garofalo was having with the whole Perdomo family and and Garofalo's family and proceeded to crash the party, bring this brisket. Gianna goes to put the baby to bed, says, I'm going to have some brisket when I get back down from putting the baby to bed. And then that's when Mr. Jonathan decides to leave and takes said brisket with him. <laughs> So then when she gets back, she's like, where the fuck is the brisket? You know, and all that. Now, 
I didn't find any of this out until Friday when I was hanging out yeah. with Dave, and I mentioned that I tried the brisket, and he goes, whoa, 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 <laughs> wait a minute, you tried the brisket? And I'm like, yes, I tried the brisket. He goes, that son of a bitch brought it over to the house, and he walked out with it and and told me the whole story about Gianna and everything. And I'm like, well, why didn't he at least? And it's like, well, dude, he he had the brisket. I thought it was his leftovers. I didn't know not, he was bringing it Not through. to judge, but why didn't he at least leave her some knowing she wanted it? I'm just saying. I'm not he, judging. I think he claims that he didn't know that she wanted it. Oh, any. okay. But the point is, it's like you brought a dish to somebody's house. You should, at minimum, ask, hey, are you guys going to eat this or can I take it with me? Or, at most, you should just leave it and then, but then whatever. You got to get the pan back and all that. I'm on Mr. Jonathan's side here. Now, Dave says that the pan is also fair game to just be left. Like, if you leave the pan, it belongs to him. I don't subscribe to that theory. No, My I don't theory, agree with you, Dave. Because otherwise, I would have a kitchen full of just random pans. Yeah. And I don't want that. You yeah. know? I mean, who wants that? I mean, pans come in handy. Yeah, but why do you want random mismatched ones, you know? Because then you can put your stuff in and give it to somebody else. Valid. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. That was my mom's thing. When, when I was younger, and by younger, I mean like 30s, you know. She would always send stuff home in a country crock container. Well, yeah, let's be real. You're or back. a Ziploc bag because she knew she wasn't getting her Tupperware wasn't back. Getting it back. Yeah. yeah. And you being Baptist, you know, I mean, you had to have a casserole. No, that's junk. the thing. You, you you say that. But in case an all-day singing breaks out, you've got to have something <laughs> for the potluck. You just drive, as a Baptist, you just drive around with a casserole in the trunk. So it really doesn't shock me that Mr. Jonathan... Had the brisket, except I didn't think he was Baptist. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But that's a thing. And see, and here's the other thing. I didn't even realize he was going over to Dave's. He not once in the entire car ride from the store to my hotel mentioned that he was going to Dave's. He indicated to me that he had a date that night. So I thought he was going out with his lady friend. Okay. So, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe he took her the brisket. I was going to say, maybe he brought her the brisket. Wanted to impress her with his fine meat. I mean, it was a good brisket. It was tasty. Now were the juices. Stop it, Jeff. I would like to also point out, and this is also kind of unsettling, but technically, if you listen to the story that I just said, yeah. I fingered the brisket that he served to the <sighs> Pertomo and Garofalo families. Well, there goes any chance of a Pertomo <laughs> sponsorship. Thank you for that. I didn't know that that's what was going to happen to I it. don't get the feeling that Nick Pertomo had... is really up for getting his meat fingered before he eats it. <laughs> Holy shit. I had no idea. He doesn't strike me as that kind of guy I from a couple of times I truly met. had no idea that this is how this was going to go down. But this is how this went down. I so, really wish so it was is, just a whole brisket you so, took a bite out of. So this is how, in the grand scope of the Jonathan taking the brisket home from the Garofalo house, this is how I am tangently in orbit of that story. This I, is, am, I am tangently involved in that This is story. the now for the rest of the story, that's what you yes, just did. Yes. Yeah. I have given my perspective on that story. <laughs> so. And I'm glad you reminded me, because to be honest, I'm I, jealous that I, I didn't get to try this brisket. I have forgotten about this. We brought it up the one time. I know they told the story. And to be honest, I have completely forgotten about this. But this is how I am involved in the in great brisket, the brisket debacle. In the brisket debacle, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the great brisket debacle of 2022. You missed a lot on that trip. You really need to make sure you go with me next year. <sighs> It's just so much traveling. It's not that bad. It really wasn't that bad at all. 
It I mean, like aside from my seven minute connection, you know, in uh, you know, uh, what was that? Um, God, I'd pay good money. Not pay, I'd pay not good money. It was the other Midway. Yeah. Midway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd pay good money if anybody works at Midway Airport and can get me video of Nick running through the terminal. Yeah, we'll make something happen there. It was probably a sight to be seen because um, yeah. I mean, at some point, your inertia just takes over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep my pants up. Got my roller bag. Your little I'm legs just going like a cartoon. Backpack. I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I'm just, I was booking it. I think God. I was even wearing this pullover, to be honest, that day. Cause it was, I can just see you, you when know. you get to the plane. And you're like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. I'm sure it was unsettling to all the other passengers. Definitely. Because you probably did that all the way to St. Louis from Chicago. Definitely unsettling for the gentleman that I had to sit next to. Eventually, the stewardess just drops down the air mask for you. <laughs> I think I think he needs this. It wasn't quite that bad. <laughs> no, thankfully, we we I got off at Midway, and I want to say it was gate B16, and I think my flight was out of, like, B22. So I only had to go, like, six gates down the way. Okay. But they but they conveniently put a fucking Dunkin' Donuts in the middle of B eighteen and B twenty. So you had to make a so like there was there was stop the no I didn't stop at Dunkin' Donuts you dick I mean it was it was more that there was just extra space that I had to traverse for a long john it was extra space I had I do like the long johns I've heard that you know what don't such a dick anyway the donuts yeah do you like the chocolate or do you like the cream filled Creamfield, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all knew that. I hate you so much. <laughs> um, it writes itself. Final thoughts on the uh, Mark Twain, the press. It's a cigar. It's obnoxious. So, <laughs> I hate the size. The cigar itself is is a perfectly serviceable cigar. I mean, it's, You just don't like the box press. It's... Um, I wouldn't say that this is like, you know. What if you took yours and rolled it on the counter for a while to reshape it into a I would cylinder? crack the shit out of the of the wrapper. <laughs> you just come out and it's all it's shaky. Just it looks shaky. Like, it looked like you're smoking a pine cone. I say, it would be horrible. <laughs> but no, um, no, the, 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 the mouthfeel on this thing is just absolutely atrocious. And I have no I, problem I with it. deal with it. But. It is in in all defense. It's my fifth cigar of the day, so I'm not you know tasted much. But the the retro hails that I did were pretty mild. I will say that I'm gonna do one. I'm down to the nub here. I'm gonna do one. How are you down to the nub? That's the other thing. This thing's a slow smoke. I'm I'm just a little bit past the man. here. Look, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. look at how much. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm. It's a slow smoke. Yeah, and I even straight cut the thing. I had, I will say, I had a, uh, I think it was a CLE today. Yeah. When I was driving around. And you know me, I usually do my road sticks while I was out. So I, Are you going to shit on this? I'm not going to shit on it. Uh-oh. The one thing that I noticed about it, it was the orange. Um, I guess. Kinetic. Yeah. Why are you talking about a specific cigar like this? I'm just relating okay. a story. Right. You were talking about this being a long smoke. Oh, okay. I burned through that thing in like 25 minutes. Like, it smoked you really smoked fast. You smoked too quickly. But, I mean, we've been... How long have we been on... I don't know. We've... Yeah, we got two tapes here, but... It's probably a little over an hour. Yeah, I've been smoking this for an hour. You smoked too quickly. But it was... I was shocked. Connecticut's also, I think, smoke quicker. 
Maybe. I feel like Connecticut smoke quicker. Yeah. I mean, I burned through that thing fast. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I was just stressed out. That could power, very well be. Power smoking. It could very well be. Or you got caught in a time loop again, and maybe it really was an hour and a half that you got out of that cigar, but you only remember I contend I get abducted. That doesn't surprise me. Because you know. You know. You've seen me. No. And you've been with me when it's yeah, happened. it's a pain in the fucking ass when you realize that you're somehow <laughs> or another two minute, two hours off schedule, and you don't know how that happened. Of course, with you, though, it's like, all right, we need to do this. Ooh, shiny object. I need to look at that for a minute. Oh, I am like I Dory on Nemo at times. You just meander in ways that like I don't understand. <laughs> when we went down to meet the guys at Little Egypt that time. Oh my god. Dave, Travis, uh Scott. Mm-hmm. We went down to meet the boys. It it took us like four times longer than it should have. It did. Because somebody had to stop at Casey's so they could wipe their freaking pits out in the That's sink. That's true. I did I did do a kind of a horse bath. Yeah, I was going to say, you call, totally went and did and a horse And the problem was it wasn't a single hauler, so people were walking I was going to say. I'm standing there with my shirt there off. washing yourself and everything. It's just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the Casey's guy walked in, and you were all like, you, know, you, you looked at him, and you said, my friend's in a stink. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, ah, hey, you do you. Yeah. And you bought women's deodorant and Axe body spray. So you smelled like a woman, but you also smelled like a frat house. Yeah. 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 So does that mean that your body wanted to fuck your pits? <laughs> That's kind of messed up. I'm just saying. I mean, when you stop and think about it. It's like. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> your what nose, have you been drinking? Your nose. What is, is in that cup? Your nose is going down to your armpits. Just like, hey, ladies. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> My name's Chad. <laughs> <laughs> My dad bought me a really cool car. You want to come see it? <laughs> oh, God. Does this rag smell you like chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> Does this rag smell like, you know, it's a a decent pickup line. Um you know, if you're Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um I will say, um yeah, nah, you know what? No, because we might have listeners named Chad and I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go down the road. If anybody's listening named Chad, call into the Ask the Boys hotline. Let call us know. Say, we want to know if we get some Chad. I just want to know if there's any Chads in the audience before I go down a potentially oh funny road. Anyway, <laughs> all right. You know what? This shit show has been a show long enough yeah. um yeah so really caught its legs in the back half <laughs> <laughs> it kind of did it was struggling it was it was it was struggling it was drowning a little bit and then somehow or another flipper came along and freaking propped us up and saved us you know it's like we got a little assist from the dolphin <laughs> God. but uh yeah anyway guys uh, yeah this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit i'm nick i'm gator baby Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wanted to make a dolphin flogging joke there, but I let it go. Proud of me? No, because you just brought it up. (laughs) You just brought it up. Reminds me of my flogging Molly comment the other day. (laughs) Can't bring that up. Can't bring that up. It's a band. Can't bring that up, Jeff. I was bringing up the band. Yeah, I can't bring that up. Bump, bump, bump. Anyway. Well, this has been a show. It has. Thanks, guys. Later. <laughs>